Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter. On today's episode, we will be debuting our 8 for 8 episode. 8 unknown questions that my lovely co-host Miles has prepared for us to discuss with an 8 minute time limit per question. The state of anime, my amazing taste, and maybe something not anime related are all on the table, but who knows, because only Miles knows these questions. Before we jump into the heat of things, Miles, your voice is sounding awfully crisp this afternoon, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I am recovering from an illness that Pete introduced to this country um, so many moons ago, uh, and I blame him for it, even though it must have gone through a million other people by now. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think I'm at that point where it makes my voice sound a little better than it is, you know? It's got that sort of crisp rasp to it that I normally don't have, so... Uh, I hope you all enjoy this, and I hope that my voice doesn't give out halfway through this. So, And from the deepest part of my heart, I, the only thing I can say is, my bad. <laughs> that, that is A-okay. <laughs> so, Miles, what have we got in store for us today? Yeah, so, um, a little addendum. One of these questions is by Jay, and you'll have to guess which one it was at the end. Um, question one. Uh, why won't you read Worm? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's Jay's question. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to start off with a not anime related question Ooh, for okay. you. So what is the largest animal that you think you could beat in one-on-one -on -one combat if you were stuck in a room with it? Wow. That is a great question. Um, I was honestly, I had my mind set for anime. And now <laughs> I have my mindset of, could I beat up a platypus? Ooh, that's a good question. I think some form of, I think like a fat, lazy animal maybe I can take. But okay. I, honestly, I, I feel like I'm a softie at heart. And that would, man, I, I feel like I might just like let, if I had to fight like a really big thing, I think I just might let that win. Like, I don't think I can do it in the in my heart to like beat up an animal, but Largest animal that I think I can beat in a fight if I'm locked in a room. Let's go with, like... I'm gonna go with a hog. Yeah. A ho That's pretty a tough, hog. man. Yeah, that, yeah. Those are... Like, those kill people. I, I don't... I, I think I would get gored pretty bad, but I think... Okay. I think I can come out on top. I just need to get... I might, like, sacrifice myself, and so I can, like get hit by him, but then I can, like, grab the horns. Okay, and, like, sort of... So, like, maybe you die, but you die after yes. the hog gets you. Yeah. Okay. Where I go down, like, this blaze of glory where it's like, I did it, <laughs> and then I put, like, my fist up in the air, like, it's the end of Breakfast Club. And then, okay. And then, and, then and then cut the black, and it's just me in a pool of blood. But, like... Okay. But I, I came out on top. I'm the winner. Not you, you stupid boar. Like, your body is collapsed on top of the boar's body. Yes. And I'm just like... Okay. And then, like, my eyes are shut. I got, like, a, I got, like, a really cool, like, aesthetic. Like, some, like, 300 aesthetic at the end where, like, they're losing the battle. But, you know, they're, they're, they're going out in a blaze of glory like that. And that's me. And I, I have a smile on my, on my face. And then, and then, then my eyes shut. And then scene. Okay, so you, yeah, you look at whoever trapped you in the room with this boar, and you say, I hope you live forever, and then, <laughs> and then you fight the boar to the death. Yeah, just like, just, um, okay. wh whoever put me in this room is like, just remember, I won. I didn't yes. lose. I won. <laughs> that's, but, and that's pretty big, too. I mean, it's like, 
I don't know how much a boar weighs. I would guess like 800-something pounds, though, if it was like a full-sized boar. That might be completely wrong. I'm really bad at estimating things like this. So, unfortunately, the correct answer was a blue whale, because you could just wait for it to die. <laughs> oh, because, like, we're in a room and it's not water? <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. I was trying to, like, actually think of, like, a, a full-on battle. No, this, no, okay, okay, this is honestly one of those answers, though, where, like... I, in my head, I'm thinking like a hog or a boar, and then when I think about it, like an hour later, I'd be like, "There's no way I could beat a boar." But right now, <laughs> right now yeah. in this moment, I'm confident enough where I think I could beat a boar. Maybe it's like a great white shark where it's like you know, you, if you bop it on its nose, like it gets scared. Maybe. Oh, I, okay. Maybe, yep. It's it just it's like a heavy it it's a it's a heavyweight fight where like if Mike Tyson was fighting some random dude. If you throw a haymaker and it hits him in the chin, it doesn't matter who you are, you're going down. So, like, I'm not saying that it's, like, 100% win this boar fight. It's probably more like 1%, but there's a chance. There's a fighting chance. And I got that dog in me, baby. I'm like Joe from Megalobox. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, um, you have the dog in you? Yeah. Okay, I really like that answer. I think I had to say that a hog would probably kill you yeah. if you only had your bare hands. But I think you have a chance, which is, you know... And then I appreciate the audacity to take on such a, a tough animal. I would probably pick, like, a koala or something. I'm also going to backpedal um, a little bit, and I'm going to say, okay. like, <laughs> okay. not a fully grown boar. You know, okay. a, a still developing boar. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to okay. say how old or how big they are, just a boar in general that's not fully developed. Okay, yeah. So you know how, like, grocery stores have, like, seedless watermelon? Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm thinking of this comparison, but you have, like, a grocery store boar, where it's not, like, the wild boar, right? It's been domesticated yeah. some, and it's, like, yeah, okay. Like, like, like uh, somebody, like, messed with its one of its, like, rear legs before the fight. And <laughs> okay, it's, yeah. It's like, 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 Gladiator. Yeah, like, I was like, just gonna say, where like Russell, Like, Russell Crowe. Like, uh, someone's gonna Russell Crowe the boar, and hopefully... Who, uh, who Hopefully people that get that reference. Up. If people don't get that reference, that's pretty random, but uh It's uh Russell Crowe won though, even though he got stabbed. And what happened at the end of that fight? He, it, yeah, he died. but they're not, missing, they're not missing with your back leg. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh shoot. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. I don't want to be Russell Crowe. Wait. Oh shoot. Yeah, yeah, see that's what I'm saying. I'm putting myself in a corner uh, right now. Yeah, These that's on the spot tough. questions are making me seem like an idiot right now, but you know what? Okay. I'm, com I'm confident in myself. I've been well, in two fights my entire life. I could definitely beat a boar. That's, that's more than I've been in, so. <laughs> okay, let's do a, I guess, uh, media in general, but specifically an anime question for you. So, we, what is your order for, like, these different elements to a show? And why are you picking this order, basically, right? I want character development. I want world building. And then I want, like, your interest in the plot and the plot's coherence. Ooh. Yes. Okay. It's, like, as my as time goes on, it changes. So, mm -hmm. like, the uniqueness of a story is probably the be um, best way for me to get, like, my eyes onto the screen. Because I've seen so much anime, and a lot of them follow the same similar tropes. That when there is a unique premise, even if it's like something generic like an isekai, if an isekai switches something up um, that's different than other traditional isekai, it makes me want to put my eyes on it. But in terms of like actual importance to the story, I would pro I, I'm a 
characters drive the the show for most shows that I watch. So I'd put characters at one, world building at two, but like a really close second, and then mm-hmm. like the uniqueness as a third. Because even if the the premise is unique and stylish and something we haven't seen before, it it doesn't raise my score if the story is bad. It it, it can be something. Um, there. Speaking of isekai, there was an isekai called "I'm Standing on a Million Lives," and yes. it is a awful, awful isekai. But how they did something differently was when you got isekai into the world. You essentially, my favorite thing in the world, they spun a wheel, and the main character, his first like class, like if you think of like World of Warcraft, you have warrior, mage, priest, and all this stuff. His is a cook. And something, okay. like, something like that intrigues me to, like, watch the show. But, unfortunately for a show like I'm Standing Out a Million Lives, everything else is trash. So I dropped the show and gave it, like, a four. Okay. Uh, then you have something, like, insanely character-driven that I fall in love with. Uh, something like we're watching right now, Kageki Shoujo, where the cast and crew are so well done that it raised the score for me based off of, like, how they develop the characters in their story, where each character sort of got, like, a mini arc, um, and we can kind of see, like, why they're in the scenario of being in a, um, what's it, like a, like a performance art school. And yes. something like that, where you take a very simple premise, like a school for the performing arts, and elevate it by giving me a cast and characters with development and backgrounds and the interactions seem so real and well done that it just completely raises the score for me. And then like world building can definitely, there's like outliers where like it definitely raises the score higher, something like made in abyss where Mm -hmm. I think the world building is absolutely incredible. And it drives me to continue watching the show and fall in love with that story. And then you have like the traditional master of world of world building, like one piece where I, I, though the world building is great, I don't resonate with like the characters in the story where the world building may be phenomenal. It doesn't do anything for me if I can't resonate with what's going on on screen. Okay. Now, do you think like character, you know, because character development is a little different than character depth, yes. let's say. So, you know, one of my hot takes is that character development is overrated. It's, like, really important, but uh, it's not necessary. You know what I mean? Like, one of my favorite characters is Makashima from Psychopaths. And I don't think he has a ton of character development. I just think he's a really deep character. So, uh, you know, you've said characters are your favorite thing. Do you think having dynamic characters is more important to you than having deep characters? And obviously, good shows are going to have both or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, like... Or do you do you like seeing that change, even if it's like a simple story, you know? That is a very good question. I, I think the context matters in the story that mm. you're watching. Where something like Psychopaths with Makishima, we don't need the character development for him because I think it's already laid out who he is as like the character, the antagonist of the story. I okay. don't need to see him grow as a person to understand that he is who he is and what he brings to that story. Or something where, uh, I'm just going to use Kageki Shoujo because that's what's on my mind and that's what I've been watching. Where you see these girls that on, I think if you like just saw saw like a screenshot of it, you can kind of like pick out the tropes 
for the character. Where, okay, yeah. Sarsa is super tall. I can get a re- relatively idea of, like, what her character is going to be. Something like, um, oh, God, what's the blue hair girl's name? I? Um, yeah, I. She's, like, very stoic. Um, not a lot of personality on her face. I can already tell that she's going to be, like, the, the shy, quiet girl. So something like that where I have the tropes in my mind already ahead of time. If we can somehow flesh those tropes out and I can get more to it, it elevates the story for me. Where something like Makishima, I don't need that from his character. It just, it, I think it all develops around the context of which show you are watching. Yeah, that's true. And someone's role in the show, I, I would say. You know what I mean? Because like Akane goes through a lot of character development, but like... Makashima doesn't need to, and you know, Kagiki Shoujo, there's probably someone who stays the same, and that's like they're more of like a force, right? That someone else is changing. I like that. I would have guessed you would have said characters. Um, and I would have guessed that you would have had like the plot coherence and interest in like last, because I was looking at your your favorite anime, and there were like a few anime in there. Uh what was the one that made me think? Akadama Drive, right? Where I was like, oh, this show makes no fucking sense. Pete has it in his top 30. I love, I love <laughs> But it has, like, it, I mean, it has really cool characters and everything. You know what I mean? And, like, the world building's cool and stuff. But the plot's, like, a little jumbled. Um, For sure. Oh, but, yeah. 100%. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so, it was... Yeah. Um, that's, but that's, like, yeah, kind of, like, going into it where... I think, like, Swindler in Akudama Drive is just an incredible character. Like, the whole idea of her swindling her way through the story is yes. fantastic. And so something like that is, like, I guess that's not necessarily character development because she's just, like, falling into things. She's, like, successfully failing in the story. Well, I think it is because you see her, like... Well, I mean, she does for sure have character development. She accepts the role at the end, right? And, like, yeah, so that's, that's like, part of it, you know? But, like, Um, I did, did like, for her character, say, in that instance, I think a lot of times, um, like, a character development, a lot of times people just, like, go back to, like, a backstory. And, like, oh, I, can, yeah. I can see where they came from and stuff like that. Something like Swindler, I don't need, like, a backstory to see, like, her character growth and her depth throughout the yes. entire story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would argue that character backstories aren't development, but that's neither here nor there. We can have an episode on that or that, something. That could be another question. Um, that could be <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, speaking of your favorite anime, uh, next question. Your top five favorite anime, according to the list that you publish quarterly. Yes. Are in order from one to five: uh, Violet Evergarden, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Ranking of Kings, Toradora, and Konosuba. It is your task to delete one of these from existence. Ooh. Which one do you pick, and why? Wow! Wow! Okay, <laughs> this is tough. Um, because there's like recency bias with Ranking of Kings, where I fell in love with the themes and the characters and what's going on in that story. And then you have something like Toradora, which I haven't watched in like four years, but is the only show where I went out of my way. Um, I think I've told the story like two or three times on the podcast. My internet went out. My mobile internet wasn't good enough to watch um, shows on my phone. So at like one o'clock in the morning, I went to my gym, used their Wi-Fi, and I just sat on uh, like an exercise bike and watched Toradora. So something like that, where like, there's no other show that has done that for me other than Toradora. Um, I think I think I'm in the the two camps of ranking at Kings and Toradora right now. If I had okay. to, if I had to get rid of one, <sighs> okay, I I think it's Toradora. Um, Ooh, okay. I I so it's 
how I have my like top 10 broken up is like the shows that like impacted me the most that are my favorite are near the top. And then shows that I think are actually like the best anime of all time ever made are like my six through nine or whatever. Okay. Uh, so Toradora has like a special place in my heart because of like the story. Um, I went through like something similar with like my high school girlfriend. I could relate to a lot of that. So it's like, it's impactful, but do I think that's the best romance ever made? I don't think it is. And I, I think because of that reason, I would eliminate Toradora something like ranking a Kings where yes, it's recent. However, it really did do something different with the story and characters that I haven't really seen in uh, anime a lot. It, and because of that, it's, I could talk about like the themes and the story and the characters way more with ranking a Kings than I can with Toradora, because I don't think any, everybody can relate to like what I went through with Toradora, but I think a lot of people can get through um, a lot. What, what happened in ranking a Kings and can relate and I like that aspect of being able to talk about like the story and then fall in love even more with the story. We did that miles with perfect blue where I yes. love the movie. And then as I started talking about it more, the more I realized that this is a perfect anime. Like I, I, I personally think it's the best anime ever created um, in terms of yes. like, and, and that's why it's six overall. Correct. On <laughs> because it doesn't, it doesn't have okay like if i went through I something with an idol and she started killing people maybe i would have it at number one but i haven't experienced that in my life yet yet, yet. and that's yet. why something like violet evergarden is number one because i can relate so much to the story yes that i have it at a higher pedestal or i guess i technically have it ranked at number one but i don't think it's a better made anime than perfect blue it's really confusing my top 10 is very confusing and i know that um, yeah, that's okay. But so the uh, reason I did oh go ahead, you were saying No, I was just gonna say I think because of those reasons I have to eliminate Toradora, even though okay. um you know the Wesley Snipes meme where he's like crying. Yeah, where gun? he's crying, that, yes. That's me. I'm crying and I have the gun to Toradora's head. I'm like, I'm sorry, and then boom. <laughs> okay. So I originally this question was top ten because I thought that there was a pretty easy choice if I did your top ten, but I would like to expand it to see if I was right, okay? So, 6 through 10 for you include Perfect Blue, The Rebuilds of Evangelion, Hunter Hunter, Mob Psycho 100, and A Place Further Than the Universe. So, if you have those 10, and you have to Wesley Snipes one of them, you know, which one are you hitting? Why do you gotta do that to me, man? Um, well, I have, I have a tattoo of Mob on my arm, so I'm not going to go with Mob. I'm okay. not going to go with a place further than the universe because that is the inspiration of why we're even doing this podcast episode right now. Because if it wasn't for that show, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Okay. I think it's now I think it's between Toradora and Hunter Hunter. Um, oh, okay. I was incorrect then. Let's hear your reasoning and then I'll tell you what I thought you were going to pick. So I already did my Toradora take. Hunter Hunter. I feel like is the flat ground for a construction site that's building a skyscraper where I think mm -hmm. shows can take what Hunter Hunter did and make it better in the future. And that's why I don't think it's going to have like a lasting impact. I can see Hunter Hunter falling out of my top 10, even though I absolutely love the show. Don't get me wrong. However, I do think that what they do in the story and then once I see something that's better, because that's kind of like how I do my rankings, where okay. 
I'm trying to think of like a specific show. Maybe something like it's like like Fruits Basket, where I yes, it, it's one of like the best dramas, uh, slice of life romances that I've ever seen. But like when I watched season one, it was like lower on my on my rating. But as I got more, I realized that oh, this does it better than this story. So then I put mm -hmm. Fruits Basket higher than that. I can see that happening with Hunter Hunter, where I'm replacing it to that level. Something like Mob Psycho, where it's a mix of like comedy action, um, coming of age, all that stuff. I think is not really a theme that we see a lot in anime to like that extent. Okay. that I don't foresee me like removing something like Mob Psycho, especially since like Reagan is my favorite anime character of all time. I have Mob tattooed on my arm. Like I, I love this story. The, the other one that was, is a maybe is the rebuilds. Um, okay. Which is also sort of recency bias. I watched that. I finished that in, I believe February and was just blown away by like its technical prowess. Uh, like the, the cinematography, the music, all this stuff. And I do think it's a better story than the original Neon Genesis. And that's why I just, I was like, whoop up on the list. Like I, I just fell in love with it. I, I can see me in the future, maybe not thinking it's as high as I thought when I watched it and mm -hmm. maybe bring it down a little bit. So I, I think, okay. I think gun to my head, I'm going to say Hunter Hunter. Okay. But then like Torador and the rebuilds are like right below it. My thought was that you would pick the rebuilds because Evangelion exists. So if you want that sort of thing, like even though you like the rebuilds more, like if you take away Evangelion, you still are the rebuilds. You still have that like core of the, you know what I mean? You're not losing as much. That's how I, Oh, that's a good, that's it. a good point. That is a good yeah. point. Um, but you can't go back on it because we're at eight minutes. Yep, so, <laughs> So, goodbye, Hunter Hunter and Toradora, depending on how many options Pete has. Okay. So, next, uh, we're going to do what is a Western series that you would enjoy seeing uh, as made into, like, an anime adaptation? We've been getting more of these recently, right? With, yes. like, Ruby, and we're getting uh, Scott Pilgrim and some other stuff I know um, in the future. So, uh, what do you think? If we have enough time at the end, I'm going to do the converse question and count it as one question. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so there's nothing... Before my answer was always Harry Potter, I thought that okay. like, how Harry Potter is constructed, it could easily be adapted into like an anime. And then, however, uh, we're getting something very similar to that soon with Witch Hat Adelier um, that I I'm like, really looking forward to. And my answer for this... Okay, this is my number two before Witch Hat got announced for an anime. It might seem like a troll answer, but I think how they do it in anime with how crazy the storyline is for this the this series is would be perfect for anime. And that's Corey the fact that is Fast and the Furious. Oh, ooh. I think Fast and the Furious could be a perfect battle shonen anime that you can mix like initial D along with something like, I don't know, Baki. With like the how they do like their fightings, which is like fist fights and grappling and stuff like that, I f I feel like Fast and the Furious could be just it, you could just elevate the story because like they're they're going to space in Fast and the Furious, like you could uh, do s crazier stuff with anime. Like let's just keep pushing the bar. It's like a Dragon Ball Z power level. Let's just keep raising it higher and higher and higher, where it's so obscene. It's just like, well, this is where we're at now. Like fuck it, like. 
uh, okay, now we're fighting aliens on Mars. It's Fast and the Furious 13. Like, who cares? Like, and I think anime is perfect for that because you could just expand on the craziness because it's animation and not live action. So, yeah, Fast and the Furious is my answer. That I think that's a really good answer. I, it, I guess, like, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the Fast and Furious movies. I don't know why. I think it's like when I watch, like, a live action movie, I don't really expect that sort of thing that you're talking about, but you've honestly put them in a pretty good lens there, right? Because I like Yu-Gi-Oh! I really liked, um, like, Birdie Wing, right? Things that just get more and more absurd and just bring you along, and if you're willing to just accept the fact that this is insane, they are really good. Like, I really like that in my anime. So I think that if we had, like, a Fast and the Furious anime, like you were saying, that's a really good pick. Thank you. Okay, so conversely, is there, like, an anime that you think would be really good either in, like, Western-style animation or, like, a live-action sort of thing? Like, um, you know, what are your thoughts there? 100%. It's Perfect Blue. I think Perfect Blue could be easily adapted into a, um, I don't want to say, like, Clockwork Orange, but, like, it's kind of, like, a, a style where we start out as, like, a serious drama, and then as things get more and more chaotic it changes throughout the story. And I think you could do something like that in Western media really well with it's not the story itself is great. You can do it, especially if you want to do it in Western, you could do it with like a rising, like up and coming actor in like LA or or actress in LA or something along those lines where we can, we don't have to necessarily have to be like the Japanese idol. We can incorporate it to Western media, whether it's a singer, like, yeah, Britney Spears or something, yeah. right? Like, you saw the effect that, like, you know, like, we see this all the time, that these these famous people, with the pressure that they're put under in, like, the microscope, how insane they go, you know, which is, like, completely understandable. Yeah, and people, um, and people snap, like, and that's what happens in the movie, and it's a little exaggerated in Perfect Blue, the anime, but you could still, I feel like you could show that really well in... Uh, Western media, something with like j- like how Joker did it, where like he starts out as like a normal guy, he snaps and starts becoming this like yeah Joker character. You could, I feel like you could definitely relate to something like that in Western media and have that like result of success over here as well. Who would you get to direct it? Oh, like the first thing that came to my mind was like Quentin Tarantino. Okay, um, I'd, I'm trying to think if there's be someone better. I thought of someone immediately, so... Because, like, I, I thought, like, Clockwork Orange, and I thought Quentin Tarantino. Okay. And, uh, but, like, do I want... Was it Stanley Kubrick who did Clockwork Orange? Um, Maybe? Let me find I, out. I, th- I think that's who it was. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but, like... Yeah, it was Kubrick. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you could do... I, I, I feel like Quentin Tarantino could do something like that. Because he, he, he elevates, like... Because Perfect Blue is gory and stuff like that. And if you saw something like, have you seen Hateful Eight? Yeah, no. Okay. Well, you saw like Django and stuff like that too, where it's like yes, I've, I've seen some Tarantino movies. Yeah, he he does like a really good job at like portraying um like a serious drama. Say for instance, the first, do you remember the first Mandingo scene in uh, Django? Yes. Okay, so it's something like that where like they're visiting a house and they're like they're gonna go visit um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And then they walk into the room, and it's just two dudes, like, literally killing each other in a fist fight. And it, it, like, flips the switch like that, and Tarantino does, like, a really good job with that. And I think Perfect Blue has that, where, like, he could, the, the switch turns, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is it. And I think, I, that's why I'm leaning Tarantino. What, what was your, uh, what's your David director? Lynch. Oh, uh, like, Baby Driver? 
right? David Lynch is like Mulholland Drive. Um, he did uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. Um, Eraserhead. He's he does so like I think he would do like the, he does a lot of like really surreal stuff. Okay. Like Mulholland Drive is actually you might really like it. It's about an actress in L.A. who slowly goes insane. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, that was that was sort of my my pick for it. It's very. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of his films, but um, I'm, I'm looking it might some be up right worth now. a watch. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I have seen any of these. I don't know. I mean, he did he? I don't know. According to Google, he did Dune, but I don't think he did Dune. He did the he did the eighty four Dune, yeah. Ah, the eighty four Dune, got it. Yeah, and according to Google, he did the Cleveland Show. <laughs> I don't know what? how true that is, but um, that's a little bit different than the rest of his filmography. But um, I hope it's true because I think that's funny. I can't say anything about your pick, but I'm gonna trust your judgment because you have decent taste in media. Thank you, I appreciate <laughs> appreciate that coming from someone with who has. "Quote unquote," the best taste. The best taste, correct. Um, I do appreciate uh, that. The the self proclaimed okay. voice of the people. Yes, with the best taste. Yes, <laughs> the, the the voice of the people, unelected by the people. Correct. It's like the Rock. The Rock is the people's champion. Nobody gave the Rock the people's champion. He just said he was the people's champion, and then he manifested it. That's what I'm doing. Okay, so I guess sticking sort of from like a looking at live action to anime sort of thing uh your next task i'm going to say is to cast the main konosuba cast for a live action adaptation okay so we need three girls and a guy who can i like can i take like characters where like or sorry like actors like their per, i feel like their personality would match that character even though there might be like 45 or something like that you know what i'm saying yeah and not, not we can get them at any age right we're using the power of time travel or whatever I, it sounds I, I was happy with this question <laughs> this, this is a good question um the first thing that came to my mind for kazuma was seth rogan <laughs> i love it okay there, seth rogan is kazuma he has like the comedic chops i think and i feel yeah, I feel like he has like that the, the the ability to like bounce off Aqua. He has that type of personality and comedic chops that would do that. Then who would play? So is it Aqua? is it is it new skinny Seth Rogen that you pick? Like, or Ooh. or do you do or do you fat Seth? Rogen? I mean, can, like, just can, fuck it, can fat we, Seth. Rogen. Like, can we just like dreamcast this and just be like, okay, it's Seth Rogen from like Freaks and Geeks, or is it Seth Rogen from? Oh, uh, you could do Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, man, I'm I'm just like trying to think of characters that are like that. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Seth Rogen. Darkness, I'm gonna go Pamela Anderson. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> so you you went for the body cast right there. 100%. You were like, you were like, I I believe in Pamela Anderson's acting ability enough to just get like, like, and we're talking like Baywatch Pamela Anderson, right? Uh, like. yeah, let, let's go with that. Let's, let's go with that. Um, okay. Megumin would be, uh, Chloe Grace Mort, Mort, Mortis, Mortis. She's in like kick, uh, okay. kick ass. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. I was even thinking her or Millie Bobby Brown to play Me Megumin. Uh, oh, I don't think you can do Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, I'm, I'm she's, go she's not eccentric enough. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like female actress. That would be perfect for Aqua because Aqua needs to have the quirkiness and the silliness, 
along with like kind of a man that one's the toughest one i thought that one would probably be the easiest one who is who is like a hilarious actress right now that i would want mm, okay i'm gonna need some star power okay and i don't know I, I i've seen her i've seen her comedic chops before and i liked it a lot on snl I'm gonna go with Ariana Grande as Aqua. <laughs> ooh, ooh, okay. I, I, she is hilarious. Uh, if you've ever seen her host SNL, she's like in the past like ten years, she's one of the best hosts. And I, I, I could see her. I think she, she radiates, like she's super confident, right? She's absolutely beautiful. Um, like I could see her as a goddess. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think that she might be, like, too competent, but I believe that she can act incompetent if yeah. she needs to. Yeah, like... Yeah. And, and she can do, like, party tricks. Like, she's an entertainer. Like, she, she's she got... She's been on stage a hundred times before. She, I think she got stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with Ari the hair! She has the aqua hair. Yeah. Right? Like, with the high ponytail or whatever? Yeah. That's a really good pick. Uh, and then I'm gonna I'm 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 do, uh, instead of uh, Seth Rogen as Cosmo, I'm gonna do the guy who plays McLovin. As Kazuma. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who is McLovin actor? Christopher Mintz Plasse or something like that. That's that's, that's what, his name. Yep. I'm gonna go. With, I'm just for for the for the podcast. I'm gonna say McLovin is Kazuma. Okay. I I, I do like. It. I thank you for not picking Michael Sarah. Oh um, my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah okay. could be uh, <laughs> oh dust or something. I don't know. We we have a little dust is too cool for Michael Sarah. Yeah, uh, read 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 the light novels. Um, so we have like a couple minutes left. So if you if you have some quick union or whiz thoughts, like uh, hit me up. Maybe Eris or Chris. Any any characters that come to your mind for anyone? Um, who's the who's the lady in? uh, Do you know Lonely Island, the mother lover song? What's her name? That. We're going, Lady Gaga? No, 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 no. She, she's in it too. Uh, like Sh- Sh- not Sharon Stone. What is her name? Susan Sarandon as Wiz. That's okay. Susan Sarandon she, as Wiz. She radiates Ara Ara energy so hard. Uh, okay. Eris would be. Who's like? I feel like she's like a little bit like aloof. Easily embarrassed, but very like ethereal, right? Like yeah. I don't know if I have an heiress off the top of my head. That one, that one would probably require me to to think a little bit harder, which I don't have that in me right now. I'm glad we're doing this episode then, where you answer off the cuff questions. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's it's like some sometimes, like in an interview, they'll ask you a question and you don't, you have to like sit there and think about it before you give your answer <laughs> next question pete is what's your biggest weakness uh, oh. <laughs> that's yeah um uh, just interview questions from yeah, here on you, out yeah if you hit my achilles i'm down for the count <laughs> yeah my biggest weakness is if, <laughs> if i tear my achilles i'm i can't walk oh, yeah, anymore I, um, I just die yeah so good job on that it's really good i really like the ariana grande pick i think that was that was fantastic i could see her being an amazing aqua when netflix does um the konosuba live adaptation but makes it uh basically just riverdale yeah Uh, yeah. Um, you can do that you can do that for sure i would be one of seven people 
on the planet who would be so excited for like a high school adaptation of Konosuba. <laughs> um, that would be so. So, good. oh my god. Okay, next question. So, think of all the anime characters ever. Oh, okay. right. Easy. I want your uh, MOBA lineup. Wow. For... Great <laughs> question. Oh my god, that is okay. So we should. People who are unfamiliar with MOBAs, that's like League of Legends, Dota, stuff like that, where you have... Heroes of the Storm. Here, yeah, Heroes of the Storm. So you, <laughs> there's, five, there's five roles. There's um, your top and mid lane, uh, your bottom lane, and a jungler. And they all do different roles, essentially. So... Yeah. So bottom lane has, like, your primary damage dealer and a support person. Um, the mid lane tends to be, like, a caster or mage type of person, yeah. stereotypically. Uh, the top lane tends to be a bruiser, as does the jungle. These, of course, are, you know, a bit mutable. Um, and uh, that's everyone, I think. So Yes. Okay, so let's start from the top and go down. So from the top is your top laner. You, you normally played as bruisers, big boys, uh, beefy boys. I'm going to go with Alex Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, great pick. Yeah, I, I feel like he could just build tanky items and he'll be my front line. And he can, maybe if he catches, like, the carry out of position, he could, like, just punch him to death real quick. So I'm going to go with Alex Armstrong as my top laner. My mid laner, usually, because I play mid lane, I play, like, mages or wizards. I'm going to go with Anos Voldigold from the Misfit at Demon King Academy because he can, like, throw, he can throw castles. And that's a per okay. that's a perfect mage move. You just throw castles and he can also like just kill people and revive them he's a pretty how strong would an ability have to be where you throw your tower at someone oh and your tower is gone right so to balance that the fact that you lose a tower by doing this how strong would that ability have to be is a little yeah it's, it's like a risk reward thing where it's like okay yeah. you give up your tower but if you hit somebody with it they die yeah, so, that has to. I feel like it has to be that, right? High, <laughs> like, high risk, high reward. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, 80 carry Ogata from Golden Kamui, uh, the sniper character. Oh, okay. He, I mean, he like never, never misses. Uh, jungler. I think I'm gonna do something assassin. I'm gonna go with Killua Zoldek from Hunter Hunter. Oh, okay. I like that. So doing the assassiny sort yeah. of jungle, yeah, like Melise or whatever. Yeah, and he can like he can like he has like a bunch of skill sets that would be perfect. He's an assassin. He could also like mimic himself, and you have like clones, so you could like outplay somebody with like your clones, some Naruto stuff. And then I need a support, so somebody who is there for the team. Uh man, I don't want to do another Full Metal Alchemist character, but I'm kind of leaning that way. I'm gonna go with Winry from Full Metal Alchemist as my support character. She interesting. Okay, you know she she can repair everything, and she seems like she's like a perfect support. So my lineup: Alex Armstrong in top, Honest Voldigold in mid, uh, bot lane is Ogata and Winry, and then my jungler is Kilwa Zoldek. Okay, great. Uh, I like that. I like that you have some like down to earth people. You know, like, it makes it feel more... Because, like, MOBAs always have... You have a character who's, like, a god, and then you have, like, a tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I like that you, like, have that, that, like, Winry's a really good mechanic, and if she was in a MOBA, she she could repair, like, humans and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, that's good. You answered that surprisingly quickly. I thought that would be a... 
uh, a timey question, but it, it was not. Well, you, um, you let me know before that question to think of every anime character ever, and I did. So it was pretty you simple. Did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, that is. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, that is was, was true. Okay, so uh, a similar line uh, where you have to think of every anime character and pick five of them. Oh, easy. Yes. Um, what are your top five anime characters that have the most dog in them? The 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 heart of the dog. Okay, so that's somebody who's like a hustler. They they're aggressive. They're loyal. Who is the, who are those characters? I have to pick five. Your, your top five most because if it was one, you know what I mean. You could. It's probably easy to think of one, but you got to think of five. We have eight minutes, Pete. <sighs> okay, five characters with the dog in them. Okay, uh, let's go with Luffy. I feel like he is very loyal to his straw hats. He definitely has a dog in him where he is going after his gold no matter what. Uh, he can he can lead this this starting five. So we'll go with Luffy at one. Who else has the dog in them? Let's go with Simone from Gurren Lagann. I feel like he definitely, especially, I don't know if I should do any spoilers, but there's a certain point in Gurren Lagann where he takes the role of leader and runs with it. Okay. And I, I feel like he would definitely have that dog in him because like he saves the world, starts a society, and it's because of him that they, they do that, and he, he takes that responsibility. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, let's go with uh, Shiragane from Love is War. He, okay, he's got that dog in him? Yeah, he for sure. I mean, like, think of like where he is now. He's at a prestigious academy. He's not rich. He got there because of his grades. He is the ranked number one. He is the president of the student council. All of this while having a bunch of obstacles in front of him, but he like he doesn't care because that's who he is as a character. Yeah, he he's got the dog in him for sure. A quick counterpoint, even though he's one of my favorite char- characters just in anime, right? Okay. Does someone who has that dog in him take two years to ask someone out? Well, he's busy. He's <laughs> okay. He's busy having that dog in him. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. So when you're grow, I'm not. I don't know dog anatomy, but. You know, you don't you don't mate when you're one year old dog. I don't. Maybe you do. I don't know anything about dogs. But as you mature and get older, then then you shoot your shot. He he's he's trying to get into a like go to college, continue number one. That's more important to him. He can he can deal with the relationships, other like down the road. Like it's it's fine. He he understands like where he is as a person. Dogs mature sexually between seven and ten months. Well, like I said, I don't know dog anatomy <laughs> at all. So, well, I didn't until I googled um, when do dogs reach sexual maturity. So that's on my search history now. But uh, we we found out. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of like somebody who like overcame his obstacles, doing whatever it took, kind of like to. I mean, your favorite character, Hinata from Haikyuu. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> okay, God. He learned what a, a setter was, though, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so the dog how about i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a troll answer but i'm still gonna do it i'm gonna go with raftalia she got that (laughs) raccoon in her uh raftalia doesn't have anything in her much to her chagrin so uh uh, yeah i'm gonna gonna use that as a troll answer and then my last answer who literally will do whatever it takes to get whatever he wants i have to default it i'm sorry it's it's griffith like he does whatever he needs to do to He's he, nobody else has the dog in him more than Griffith. 
He will literally you, you do, do anything to get what he wants. Okay, do you think Griffith or Guts has more dog in them? Griffith. You think uh, so? Okay. Yes. Um, he never sways away from his goal. He, even though he may not, even though he seems loyal to the band of the Hawk, he, nobody is more loyal to his goal than Griffith. He, okay, so he's that hustle side of it, right? Like he, yeah, like yeah, he okay. go, he goes after it by any means possible, whether that means sacrificing his entire squad to get what he wants. Hey, sometimes that's that's what you gotta do. And so, yeah, okay. number five is going with Griffith. Okay, my, if you wanted a natural female character answer, I would say Homura has that dog in her. Does um, she? Yes. I, it's similar to Griffith, right? Like, she I, does, like... Yeah. Like, she she murders people and, like, goes through, like, thousands of years, right, to, like, get what she wants. And then when that person doesn't want it, she... <laughs> makes her <laughs> um, okay oh i have a tr i have a troll answer but at the same okay. time is serious isei from high school dxd oh no isei's got that dog yeah in. yeah <laughs> he's like he's like a hound dog though like he, no that's yeah no he, he's like yeah for sure i mean he's got that dog in him yeah you know? like, when, when the girls start coming he starts howling at that moon like he's, like if yeah your goal is to see boobs but like he still got that dog in it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's devoted to that goal more so than a certain future upcoming MC who sucks. Um, Save that for the next season preview. Who has no dog in it. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, good good answers there. I think I think we're at our last question. Ooh, all right. Um, one question left. All right, okay? let's do it. Okay. Our last question, Pete. Oh, which one am I going to go with? Okay. <laughs> you have to pick a what do you say anime cast member that controls every show you watch for the rest of time. Wow. Who are you picking and why? See, this one is tough because I think the people that your taste most agrees with are also the most evil people that could possibly turn it against you. <laughs> I'm going to go, first of all, I think it's not Pat. I don't okay. think it's Pat. I think we can remove Pat, especially with our 86 bias. I can't, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't take a recommendation from Pat. Uh, if I, uh, so Pat has been 86. Pat has been, he has been 86 okay. from this list. So let's, who does that leave us? It leaves us with you, Jay, has Cat, are we Johnny. Johnny? Are we including like s special appearances, like Happy, or are we including like Discord members, or is it just? I, I'm going to say those those like six people that we just had. Like that's who we're going to include right now. You know, I don't want to. You know, you know, like oh, AK was on the Yuri on Ice episode, yeah. and like she's wicked awesome, so I pick her. Like no, I can't do that. <laughs> okay, maybe we can start. Instead of picking one, let's like do a process of elimination. So yeah, maybe put him into tears or something, and then decide. <laughs> Johnny's favorite anime is ReZero, and he gave My Hero Academia ten. So I think because of those two, we can eliminate him. Okay. Then we have Has, where I think we mesh pretty well. Where he has like sometimes I like my etchy, sometimes I like my like wild stuff, sometimes I like my serious stuff. So like he just finished like Megalobox. 
season two, but then afterwards he might go watch something like my mental choices or whatever, something along along those lines where do I want the chaoticness of what I'm going to get? You get the most variety with Hasbro, right? Like, yeah. Then I think me and you have very pretty, I'd say pretty similar, um, like scores on shows. We don't really vary too much. I think on a lot of shows, I think a lot of times we're in like a one to two point difference on most shows. Cat, 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 cat's kind of like me too, where he really enjoys what he watches, and he watches a wide variety of shows as well. Man, I, th- I think I had to pick one. I, th- this is tough, but if I had to pick one, I think I like the i the 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 surprise idea more than anything. Okay, so I'm we're a, at like a hazard cat sort of level right now. Yeah. For that variety? Okay. I just want to say, I think that you have the best taste of the people Thank remaining. You. However, I don't... Suck it, Jay. I, 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 can't, I can't, like, see you watching something like... I'm trying to think of, like, something along the lines of, like, like if, a, like, High School DxD Season 6 came out or something like that, or, like, Peter... I, I, or, like, Peter Grill or something like that. I, can't. I also think I would use this against you. Like, I, I genuinely think that, like, unless you started reading Human Echo visual novels, yeah. I would, like, I'd be like, finish this in three months or I'm going to make you watch, yeah. like, Vampire Holmes or whatever, you know, like, all the way through. Just yeah. like, you know, so, yeah. Like, I, I, do, I do think I would do that. Uh, the power would eventually go to my head, for sure. <laughs> I think... I think I'm going to go with Haz. I think I'm going to go with Haz. Just Going with Haz, just okay. Just based, based off the chaotic nature, I never know what I'm going to get next. It could be, it could range anywhere from like a 2 to a 10, and I like that. I like where I can like base my shows off of what I've seen, whether it's pure trash or a masterpiece. Where you, I think you're a little bit more selective in what you pick. And while watching good stuff all the time is a great thing, I sometimes I'm in the mood for something like prison school where they like shit their pants and I can't see you. <laughs> I would never prison school. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I, I think that's true. Cause like a thing, one of the main things we disagree on, you'd be like, I love this show six out of 10, right? Like it's not good, but I had a great time. It was super fun and everything. And it's like, I'm not like that. Yeah. Like at all. If something doesn't quite break that so bad it's good barrier i'm like this is garbage get, <laughs> get away from me yes um where you you're like i don't know you you're able to like detach yourself uh from you're able to have fun right <laughs> that is yeah. miles is that no is a, fun allowed yeah it's like unless it's like ironic or something mm-hmm. or i can convince myself it's ironic uh like can't shakers <laughs> okay so you're picking has now follow-up question this is cheating a little bit uh how much would we have to pay you to have has control you for a month on what you watch um i don't, I don't feel like not that much to be honest okay I, okay cool i i say we do it then um <laughs> i I just, I just i just like that maybe yeah like maybe i watch megalobox season two maybe i watch um some short form hentai who knows like that's the, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of picking has. Um, um, it, uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. A legit episode idea, right? Like has picked five shows for me. I watched them. And now I'm talking to has about those five shows yes. or whatever. Um, okay. So that are that's our eight our eight questions. Which one do you think Jay asked? I think What's it's the, the I think question? it's the I think it's the MOBA question. 
You think it's the MOBA question? I'm gonna go with the MOBA question. Okay, you fell for my trap. Damn it! Jay, Jay mentioned that question at the end of our uh, hypothetical scenario. He did. That's why. That's why it resonated with me. That's that's where I stole it from, nice. so that you'd be thrown off. Jay asked the uh, Western series you would like to see as anime, and vice versa. Question. Okay. Um, and he also said that if you didn't answer Worm, he would fight you. So get ready to fight Jay, Ooh. who I, th- I, th- I think Jay has the most dog in him out of our cast members. 100%. 100% Jay has the most dog in him. Worm is a I great have... answer, because that's like literally my biggest problem with Worm, is I just is want, you, it, I want it animated. It to be an anime, yeah. It, it's, it would worm, be so, worm, oh my god. Words are cool, pictures are better. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Oh, yeah, but Worm has, like, millions of words. Just give me 10,000 <laughs> pictures, then, or something like that. Is my math I'm right? Not good. That, like that. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is, because the Japanese word for... This is so weird that this is the way I'm thinking of it. For a million is 110,000. Yes. Um. So that Sounds like some French stuff right there. Is it French like that? I have no idea about French. Okay. Um. Like yeah, it's... okay. Okay, that, that's off topic. Okay, great. Well, this has been a really fun experience to do, Pete. I've liked your answers. I thought you had some really good answers. Uh, Ariana Grande and getting rid of Toradora from existence are my favorite answers of course that, they you, are. that you picked. And uh, this has been great. So do you have any final words or anything? Yeah, I, I just want to say, if you have made it this far and you guys have answers for these questions, like, let us know. Like, you can leave them in, like, the, the comments below if you're watching us on YouTube. You can join our Discord. Let us know. Uh, I thought this concept might be fun and I had a blast doing this. Honestly, I would probably do this again. Maybe it'd be fun if we get like other people to like, maybe next time I ask you questions. I I was going to say, so like the idea that this is based off of normally the host brings guests on and asks them questions, but you know, Pete's about Pete. So he was like, who wants to ask me questions? Hey, Um, Hey, when you, when you start your own, when you start your own podcast, you make the rules, baby. No, it's fine. I think I think that if we did this with um our our main cast members and our like regulars, it, it could be fun, um just to have our audience get to know us a little bit. Yeah, more, I, I like, think understand you, our thoughts. And yeah, stuff. we could do some like a group setting too. Like if we had like four of us and we each oh brought, like, yeah we, we could... each brought like two questions or something like that. I think that would. I think I think we're on, I think we're either on something or onto something. We'll we'll figure something out for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, if you have made it this far you want to support us best way to do so like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you are watching or listening to us on uh next week is watch club and we're doing kageki shoujo so i'm looking forward to that uh miles do you have any parting words before we head out Uh, no i would just like to thank everyone for listening and we will see you next week yeah and also this is the first time doing it if you have any constructive criticism also please let me know i'm always looking for ways to improve the podcast so thank you so much to everyone out there miles thank you for taking the time out of your day to do this and think of questions also shout out to jay for bringing a question to miles's attention as well and yeah we'll see you next time thanks everyone